when I hit publish on KDP for my very first book that I self-published, I began to think about the life cycle of a book. Oh, wow. It's done now. It's out in the world. My personal stories, my inside thoughts I've never said out loud. Books get bought, lent to other people, sold in garage sales, given away, and they live on the earth longer than we do. I have now lost control of who can intimately hear my thoughts and read my words. And the first part I feel is panic. You are listening to the Ideas in Motion podcast, a journey of self-discovery, unapologetic confidence, and setting a ten- intention for every season in your life. This episode is all about the ripple effect. So after writing a book, hitting publish, what should I do next? Okay, really, I do have some incredible mentors, so I know what to do next, but I don't know what to do next, you know? Now I have to tell people the book is there. I have to promote my book, but I can't just go you know, back into the writing room, which is what I would really love to do, and write another book, because maybe I didn't quite get this one right. What if people don't like it? What if I look like a fool? Okay, Karen, I said to myself, you've been learning how to tell your stories, and you've been training for this. It's time to be serious about sharing your message. It's time to start planning some sort of book tour keynote, event, something. So I began asking my readers which stories from the book were most compelling to them. And I decided that I would work those stories into my talk. One cold January morning, I got up early, like I normally do. And I was working on my talk, feeling a little scared and honestly kind of frazzled about my next step. I turned to a Facebook scroll. And that's when I see it. A call from our local theater group looking for artists to apply to perform in the summer festival that's called Theater on the Edge. That's interesting. I thought, is this something that I could do? Probably not. Karen, stop distracting yourself. Get your butt downstairs to the gym before you miss your workout window. My scheduled workout that day was on my Peloton bike from the Discover Your Power Zones program. The instructor's name was Christine Dercole. I think that's how you pronounce it. It was originally recorded on the date that they have listed there is Monday, 21-02-22. Probably a ride long forgotten by Christine. Half an hour of her life was about to set off a huge wave. Now, if you've ever ridden with Christine, you know that each and every one of her song choices is not an accident. She chooses meaningful songs that have spoken to her and songs that have spoken to other writers. More ripples to explore. This specific ride was a collection of ripples that contained the perfect recipe to send me a wave I was about to catch. I would like to share with you the journey I went on that morning with the artists that impacted me so greatly by sharing also what was in my mind the lyrics that spoke to me in their song. So hop on the ride and with me and experience the ripple effect in action. So I suited up with my bike shorts, got my water bottle filled and ready. 
put in my earbuds, and I was trying to shut off all the noise in my head. Christine caught me like she usually does. She brought me into the experience I was about to have on the bike. Okay, it's time for you to let all of that go. Thursday by Jess Glynn was the warm-up song. And there are many things that I could change so slightly, but why would I succumb to something so unlike me? I was always taught to just be myself. Don't change for anyone. I just want to feel beautiful. Tears welled up in my eyes as I thought of all the times I felt unbeautiful. Then I thought of my niece, Megan Abel, a singer-songwriter, and I thought of how they had similar voices and how the song was so relatable with my stories. I heard a whisper in my ear. I wonder if Megan could come and sing at my book event, whatever that book event is. Airplanes. Uh, Feet Haley Williams of Paramore was the next song on the playlist. It brought me back to my body, the bike, and the workout. That and the shift that Christine was calling us and queuing for us to do. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now. I thought about me and all the times I could have really used a wish. All the times I wished I had somebody else's body. The next song was Secrets, Feet, B.O.B. and Mary Lambert. The lyrics. They tell us from the time we're young to hide the things that we don't like about ourselves, inside ourselves. I know I'm not the only one who spent so long attempting to be someone else. Well, I'm over it. I don't care if the world knows what my secrets are. It was another song I could hear my niece's voice in. And no, I don't care if the world knows what my secrets are. I began thinking a little bit bigger. What if I wrote a full show to perform at the festival? I wonder if Megan would want to add music. I hadn't actually seen her in more than two years. But I wonder... The next couple of songs brought me back to my body and my workout, and I began letting my mind blank out. Let it all go. Tune in to me. And then it caught me again, and my eyes began to leak, and my body filled with goosebumps. With Hallelujah by Oh Wonder. The lyrics. I heard it on the radio, on my way back home, that I'm going to be someone. I guess it was a song they wrote, saying, don't go slow, because you're going to be someone. They were singing hallelujah, hella hallelujah. Sometimes I don't think my mama thinks I'm good enough to be a superstar. But one day I will show her I'm a diamond in the rough. I'll be a superstar. Because there's a crown covered in glitter and gold. And I'm going to wear it, whether you like it or not. I'll be singing hella, hella, hella. Hallelujah, whether you like it or not. I was teleported back to my little girl self, dancing around the living room with my princess crown on. My mom and I had made it out of construction paper, and she coated it with the same fabric that she made my princess dress with. And then she put her wedding veil on the crown. The next moment I was a young, 
adult returning home filled with shame definitely in the rough spot of the diamond shaping process. By now I'm a mess in a good way. At this point in the ride, I feel a sense of healing. Then comes I Like Myself Most of the Time by Kay Flay. Everybody wants to be the girl. Everybody wants to be extraordinary beautiful. Everybody wants to reel the world, or the room at least, and assume they'll be the one with a crowded funeral. I like myself most of the time. Is that a crime? I don't like myself some of the time. No, I don't like myself some of the time. Because I F up a lot and fall behind. By this time in the ride, I'm feeling stronger and braver about sharing my story to really help others the way I've been helped through writing and art throughout this ride. I felt incredibly gifted with healing, courage, validation. But wait, here comes the moment that anchored everything that was swirling in my brain. Christine opened her mouth and shared this about herself. She says, I spent a lot of time chasing dreams in dancing and in theater, where so much of someone's success is based on other people's opinions of your appearance. How does anybody win this? When I discovered bike racing, I became successful winning races based on my strength and my decisions. It had nothing to do with how I looked or somebody else thought of what I looked like. I started to finally feel alive. It's very empowering. You make yourself proud by taking on challenges and accomplishing them. That right there. I felt at my core. That right there was what I was talking about. It's the theme to my book. The message I decided to spread and desired to spread with the show. In my lifetime, I've experienced addictions, limited beliefs, disordered eating, and hormonal imbalances, just to name a few. I learned that I'm the only one who can control the thoughts that create action. The things that were making me regain weight were also the things that took it off. I dove deep into science, self-awareness, and all the places that weight comes from, even holding on to past traumas. I learned how to delicately redirect the mean girl voice inside my head. When I lost weight, I was so scared that everyone was seeing me gain weight. I felt like a phony when I told others to love themselves as they were, and I knew I wasn't. On the surface, yes, but the deep-seated doubts said otherwise. I felt like my DNA was my curse, and I just had to work harder than everyone else. Christine discovered her strength and power in bike racing. I discovered mine in running, leading fitness classes, and writing. Freedom, power, confidence, self-awareness, and unclogging the drain for my potential to help others with my mess. All of it. I have to tell the inside story, the conversations with self. I think that everyone thought it was easy for me. The toughest thing after weight loss was learning who I really was, what lit me up outside of all the body obsession. All of this is going through my head like flashes, and then I made the decision that as soon as I got off the bike, 
I would text Megan and ask her if she'd be interested in creating a show. If she'd like to be the musician to add mood to the stories I was about to hop on stage and tell. I will ask her if she's interested in submitting a show to our local theater festival. The next artist on the ride did nothing but confirm this decision and affirm my choice and sudden declaration. Beautiful Anyway by Judah and the Lion. Here's the lyrics. There you go, feeling so broken and alone. You walk with your head held so low. You want to give in most of the days, and that's okay. I hope you see someday that you are beautiful anyway. When you look in the mirror, please try to see it clearer. Crazy and amazing you are. And then let it inside. Raise your hands. Take a second and breathe in. Singing hallelujah. I'm known and loved. The ripple effect. It's the act of tossing a small stone into the water will result in a change that can be felt much further away than the initial entry point. Proof that small actions can lead to much bigger changes even if you can't see how far they can reach. Every one of these musicians created a piece of work alone, the lyrics, the sweet sound that creates melody, most likely a ton of help, and work went into these songs from the first lyric that arrived in the artist's head to what we hear is the end result. Then it arrives in the listener's ears, and people like Christine pull all the artists together to make an experience for her writers. Another work of art. I didn't even shower. I hopped off the bike, and this message to, and Meg sent this message to Megan, and before I could get back out, she said yes. And with that, we created a compilation of story and song to make another experience for those eager to receive the wave of possibilities. My Body is My Home was born and has been performed in front of various audiences as it is drawn out and and meets a new stage. It gets better and better. My niece, Megan Abel, wrote 70% of the songs, including ones that had been written and never were intended to be shared with an audience. From the above playlist, we chose a cameo, and Megan covered a couple of lines from Hallelujah by O Wonder. I'll be singing Helle, 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 Hallelujah, whether you like it or not. Every time I sing that with her or sung it solo, I brought the feeling I had in the ride with me and cast that energy to the audience to celebrate who they are. Ten months after I took that ride, I had just returned home from my fifth and sixth performance of the show. I'd flown across Canada to perform for my mom on her 80th birthday week. We had a theater show and then a spontaneous encore at my mom's residence. When I was back east, that was my first time solo on the stage. I was responsible for everything. My husband, Barry, He rides the Peloton, too. He really likes the Power Zone rides as well. And he came upstairs all sweaty after a ride and shared with me that he had just taken one with Christine. He said, you need to take this ride and listen to what Christine says. I feel like the two of you have so much in common. So I bookmarked the class and took it the next day. 
to my pleasant surprise, it was my Ripple ride. The same one originally recorded on Monday, 210222. This time, I felt different. I felt celebratory. I was a different person than I was the first time. There were a lot of celebratory tears. It was a full circle moment. My friend, you never know the ripple you will cast with your work, with your words, your lyrics, your art, your empathy, way past what you can see or where you can see are the people you will impact for centuries. So don't hold back. The recording I share with you, wherever you're listening to this story or reading the words, was captured in our third showing of My Body is My Home. Now, the show is much better live. And as I watch myself back, I feel like it's better now than it was then. But not everyone can make it to a live show. So it's my gift to you. My body is my home. You'll find the link to the full recorded uh, showing in, uh, below in the show notes. I would also like to thank you for tuning in and ask you to leave a review if you like the show. And if um, let me know what you think of this specific episode. It really helps me to shape the content that I continue to prepare for you. The Ideas in Motion podcast is sponsored by the Ideas in Motion Day Planner and my book, Be Weightless, Like Your Body, Love Yourself. You will find both in the show notes as well. Thank you for listening and bye for now.